do this for yourself. Uh, somebody else is saying something. Mike Springer says, how does 30 pills mixed in your system go to which problem it's supposed to go to, such as cholesterol, high blood pressure or depression or gout to get to believe you are getting better? My God. Oh, think about that. Because they want us to think that the pills are so intelligent that the pills know which chemical is going to interact with which hormone in our system and which chemical is flowing through our system. That's what they want us to believe. Well, your body becomes like a chemical factory processing all the chemicals in these pills. The problem with the processing of the pills is that in the chemical processes that it's created, those chemical processes release a form of gas that they say they really have no control over called NDMA which tells us that NDMA is in every pill. So the, even the pills that I, I don't, you know, I get headaches every now and then. And I'm like, especially when the weather is changing. And if I'm hungry, like if I've gone without food for a while, or sometimes I get a headache because it's that time of the month. And so I will take something like an ibuprofen or uh, acetaminophen or something like that. Even in those pills, there's NDMA. So I had to stop and think about it yesterday, like, you see how they got us? Do you think they knew this all along and didn't tell us? So we need to hold the Food and Drug Administration responsible. Like, what were you thinking? What on earth were you thinking? Did you not think that we needed to do this? Seriously, guys, like seriously, all of us, look at me, we're human, look at us. This is us. This is the one body we have to walk around in. So, you, you know, I feel this on a whole personal level. Because when I think of the millions of people who are taking these drugs, who unwittingly are imbibing cancer into their system at the expense of somebody else making billions of dollars, and then when they're done, they laugh at you all. They go and laugh. They're making billions of dollars and living high on the hog, buying uh, airplanes living so high it's unbelievable playing golf and ha ha i just made i just made a hundred million and laughing at us all i kid you not and in the meantime people are dying and they want people like me to shut up and not talk about it they want us to shut up i'm not gonna shut up because i have family members who are potentially taking this drug I remember a few months ago when I told my sister about uh, the high blood pressure pill, she said, send me the information because there are people I know who are taking that exact pill. I had to screenshot it and send it to her so she could create a group text to send to the other people whom she knows. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a problem. Hold the FDA accountable. You think I'm not going to tweet them when I'm done? Y'all know me by now. So you know I'm going to raise holy cane, right? Let me see what Mike is saying. My grandfather refused medicine all his life, even refused surgery back back in the 50s and lived to be 102 until he passed away of natural causes. What a brave man. He refused to take pills and refused to take surgery. Do you know my grandmother is 97? And for most of her life, up until she turned 90, she did not take a pill. She refused to take a pill. They they found a she fell and cut her head, and they had to take her to the doctor and they had to give her painkillers and so on. And then they told her she might have diabetes. She was close to diabetes. I was like, she's 90. 
90 years old. You know, stuff is going to go wrong. I'm like, don't give her no pills for diabetes. My mother disagreed. Mom was like, yeah, she should take her pills. I'm like, no. I'm like, no, leave her alone. She's 97. My mother never took diabetes or high blood pressure pills, but she got cancer because she worked in the hospital. Ironically, she worked on the cancer ward. So I'm like, there must be something up there. When she first told me, I was like, there's something up there. Right? Go figure. Right? But she had a, a non-smoker's kind of lung cancer that was derived from years of exposure, secondhand smoke. So let's put the cigarettes down. Right? Secondhand smoke. Her, she'd been married for over 30 years to a smoker. A lifelong smoker. Right? So put the cigarette. I'm going to talk about that next. The dangers of secondhand smoking. Right? You have got to, st- you, ladies and gentlemen, take control of your own health. Let me see what Raven is saying. What you are saying makes me, <laughs> right? <laughs> Raven, right? But do you see what I'm saying, people? I appreciate the love. Thank you. Right? But do you see what I'm saying? We, we are the ones who are going to, we have to look at each other. And I honestly, I'm too normal a person. I can't look you in the eye knowing that I know information that you don't know that is going to hurt you and I'll tell you. I simply can't do that. I can't do it. I'm sorry. So I'm going to tell you. And I know in the quickness of our days and in the rush of our activities, we're not thinking and we're not looking for this because it's not popular and you're busy. You have children. You have a life to live. Right here in Detroit right now, the United Auto Workers are striking. And General Motors, who made $8 billion last year, cut their health insurance coverage off. And no one wants to talk about it because GM probably writes a lot of people checks. Well, since somebody write me a check, I'm going to talk about it. Fix it, General Motors. You need to fix it. Fix it. Give the workers what they want. People need their prescri- their healthcare coverage. They have families. There might be young children and dependents of some of those workers who need to go to the doctor, who probably need life-changing surgery. Fix it. That's crippling people and bringing people to bow. You see what I'm saying? You all need to just not sit there. You need to talk up and speak up, right? This could, it, it could be any of us. If you work for someone, you are at their mercy. So don't think that this doesn't apply to you. You might be sitting there thinking, oh, I'm a police officer. I have all the power. No, you don't have any power. You're still subject to the police union and you're still subject to the contract of your employment and the terms of your employment. And if you decide to do something they don't like, they still have control if you work for somebody. So this could be any of us at any time. And the one thing that you can do, control what you eat. So I'm going to make some suggestions. It's up to you. You don't have to listen to me. After all, I'm not a doctor. So let me just say that I'm not a nutritionist. I'm just an advocate for people's for good health. And based on my own experiences in working in healthcare and my observations of years of working in healthcare, that's what qualifies me. And my experience in seeing family members deteriorate at the hands of big pharma and pharmaceutical products that they imbibed that were no good for them. I'm going to talk about it. We have a broken healthcare system that needs to be fixed. And for years, we thought the FDA was the watchdog. Well, they lost that position when they won't recall Zantac. So they're telling you, go talk to your physician because we know we found... As a matter of fact, it wasn't even the FDA who said they found it. It was an online pharmacy who tested it. Go figure. Hello, somebody. Hello, people. 
Uh, somebody else says, uh, I tried to stay far away from doctors and its corrupt pharmaceutical system. They start turning your, your elders into pharmaceutical junkies. Yes. Say it, bro. Say it, brother. Isn't that the truth? Somebody else says, that means that they don't care about their health again. It's about how much revenue these companies can make. It's a modern slave master mentality. Cooper Tony, you, you, need to, you guys need to chime in and talk about this stuff. We need to do something about this. Guys, this is us. And this conversation you and I are having right now, I need you to talk to your family members and your friends because you have influence over your peers. I need you to talk to them. You might have a friend who on the sly is taking a pill for high cholesterol, but he's not telling you. But he's still meeting you down at the bar and at the club after work and having a drink on the sly. You need to talk to him. That alcohol and the pills and the mixture of the alcohol and the pill and those pills and the chemicals in those pills don't go together really well. You need to tell him. You need to talk to your friends and your family members. Have this frank conversation. This is where it stops. You have to say, dudes, this is where it stops. Judettes, this is where it stops. Family, this is where it stops. Just like I come to you and tell you and tell you. I said, this has got to stop because this is us. This is the face of what it looks like. This is a human face, just like your face is human. And this is the effect of these pills unleashed on an unsuspecting public. I kid you not. So I'm putting myself in this. So every time I go to the doctor, they want, they've been trying so hard to find something wrong with me. I swear, after this conversation, I swear to you, they're going to go run a test and find something wrong with me and bring convincing evidence that something is wrong with me and I have to take a pill. I kid you not. Because every for the last uh, 14 years now, every time I go to the doctor, I kid you not, when I turned 40, I, actually I was 38. When I went to the doctor and she asked me, how is it that you don't have, based on your ethnicity, you don't have high blood pressure and diabetes? And I said, excuse me? Because of my ethnicity, that means I'm predisposed to having it. I said, excuse me, I've eaten well all my life. Do you see what I'm saying, y'all? You have to change the narrative around your health and your health care based on your socioeconomics and your ethnicity. What did I just say? I said, change the narrative around your health care based on your ethnicity and your socioeconomics because that is what they're using to funnel and fuel why they're dumping pills on us and at that point i should just drop the mic and not say anything more but hey uh uh yeah so that means that so somebody else is saying i'm currently not on medication I, you take one aspirin oh by the way did you see the story about aspirin? You probably need to go back to your physician because they found that the aspirin that people were taking, aspirin is a blood thinner. And what they found was that it was actually contributing to the same condition that it was. So the aspirin is supposed to thin the blood so you don't have a stroke. But what it was doing, it was thinning the blood too much. I saw that. Yeah, well, see... In order to come to you and say anything, I read a lot. 
this was on CBS News about, I want to say about six months ago, right? I want to say about six months ago. You probably want to go look that up. <laughs> and there is silence. <laughs> that was radio silence. Sorry, everybody. I'm just being real. That was radio silence because they don't tell us the truth. And sometimes our doctors are perhaps not as well informed as they should be because they're busy just like everybody else. They have family life and everything else intervenes and they don't read as much as they should. So you read and you do the research for yourself and you figure it out and you ask questions. When you go to the doctor, do you have a list? Well, welcome to iPhones. In your iPhone is something called a notepad. Anybody knows this notepad here, right? This is a notepad. Welcome to iPhone. I suspect there's one on an Android on Android devices. Well, what I do when I'm going to the doctor, I have notes. I write down what I want to ask about. That's your job. See, right? Welcome. Do that. Take control of your healthcare because we're not con taking control of it, but someone else will. So as for me, there's some foods, like seriously, you guys, there's some foods that I tell myself I don't have the luxury of eating at certain times of the day. It's not, it's not a lie. I sometimes don't have the luxury of eating certain foods. So I tell myself, I'm not young anymore. So when my kids are eating at 9, 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, you'll pay for that later. And they're like, yeah, I'm young. Oh, whatever. I'm like, you're right. You're young. I don't have that luxury. So I drink tea. There's some times of the month when all I do is drink tea, like, you know, every day. Most days of the week, I drink tea because it keeps me full and it has no calories. Those calories are like zero. So what is the guideline you're going to ask me? Well, the, the, I think it's the FDA who says the guideline by the American Heart Association is that you should eat 1,800 calories per day. That's equivalent to every eating three meals a day filled with three divided by 1,800. You'd be surprised how many calories are in food. So if you use that as a guideline, that's when you realize that 1,800 calories a day is a lot. So I don't eat 1,800 calories a day. Well, the next tier that they say you should eat is 1,200 calories a day. Me? I don't eat 1,200 calories a day. That's too much food for me. My stomach will go crazy if I put that much food in there. Oh, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> do you see what I mean? So for yourself, you have to figure out, well, what's normal? And I've been saying this a lot. A hundred years ago, People had, didn't have access to good health care, but they walked a lot. Even in winter, they stood and walked a lot, a lot. Kept them healthy. We probably need to do some more of that. They didn't eat as much as we did because they didn't have transportation to take the food home. They had to go buy their food practically every day. They didn't have good enough storage to store foods and so on. So they had to buy their food every day. So they only bought enough that they ate. So they only ate this much that they had. And then the rest of it, well, you go back tomorrow and you get it, right? In today's world, we go to Costco and we buy out this, the bar. We buy out the whole darn store. 
filled with processed foods. You go to Costco or any big box store, you buy out the whole thing, $350 of processed food. And so you're sitting there and it's all processed food. Watch what you eat. Try to eat more foods that are organic. When I say organic, it breaks down in your body, not stuff that's stored in. Because one of the things that contributes to blood sugar is when your kidney has to work overtime to make insulin to break the foods down, right? Well, what are you pushing in your body? So if you eat after 10 o'clock and then you go lay down, you have no physical activity. Sex is not. Sex is not. Jumping and having sex is not a physical activity at 10 o'clock at night that's going to make you healthy, okay? You need physical activity that stimulates the muscles and the cells in the muscles, right? Okay, so after 10 o'clock at night, that's no good. Eight o'clock at night, no good, because you're going to bed right after. So you shouldn't be eating pizza. Avoid that, it won't give you heartburn, so you won't need Zantac. Right? You should not be eating cheesy foods. Like I said, if you're really hungry at night, go downstairs. Pour yourself, take a cup, pour yourself half a cup of milk, stand there and drink it, or half a glass of milk if you like it cold, or put it in the microwave for 50 seconds and take it out and sip it. It will fill you up and you'll wake up the next morning feeling much better. It will settle everything you ate for the day. You will feel full until you get to the stage where you don't need that. Especially for those of us who live in the colder climates and the evenings are getting darker earlier, so you're indoors more. So you're not as active when you are outside doing the lawn, you know, mowing the lawn and so on. So now you're confined. Well, uh, get it on treadmill, walk up and down the stairs, or just right where you are. Lift your arms above your head. Do this, right? Stretch, twist right where you are you don't even have to go to the gym right there go down on your back and do stretches do crunches do all the stuff that it takes to keep your body moving this is our temple if we don't take care of this well who is gonna take care of it right if we don't take care of our temple who is gonna do this for us who's gonna manage this for us you, you you realize now you can't rely on the FDA to come and tell us that stuff is wrong because they didn't tell us that Zantac has cancer in it and millions of people take cancer every day take Zantac every day you're taking cancer every day you're making sure that you put it in your system right let me hear what folks are saying somebody else says people can take I'm uh, people can take care of themselves I don't get the flu shot from no one a healthy diet and clean living you wouldn't need a flu shot that they regulate truth uh, you're taking 81 milligrams of aspirin. Watch that. Go back to your physician. Why go to the doctors voluntarily? Learn alternatives unless you absolutely have to. My good God, say it, brother. I don't, you don't eat cheese or dairy. You love cheese. Somebody else loves ice cream. <sighs> stop ice cream. What is ice cream? Okay, so they make these artificial flavors in it, so you might need to stop that. You want to make ice cream? Put a banana, get some milk and some yogurt, make it really thick, put it in the freezer and freeze it. Ice cream, what a novelty. Seriously, you want cherries in it, put cherry, uh, strawberries in it, put some chocolate in it. It is what it is, I kid you not, just make it really thick, that's your ice cream, freeze it and see how it is. The consistency of it is what makes it ice cream. 
right? Uh, look into that aspirin thing. Go back and do some Google search on aspirin because they did say it was thinning the blood too much and it was causing more problems. So if you've got a cut, you bleed out. If you don't get a cut, it is still causing problems around the, the major organs. Here's the thing that we don't focus on. We can't see inside our bodies, which is a good thing, okay? Because we can't see inside our bodies, we don't know the condition of the, the organs that we that provide life. You know which organs are life-changing? What are they? Let me hear you say it. Your heart, your lung, and your kidneys. Those are what? Say it. Your major organs. The other big one is the one you're looking right at every day when you stand in front of the mirror. Your brain. You got to feed this bad boy. Feed it with good information. It will dictate to the cells. And you have to take care of your heart. Work it out. Right? Make sure the muscles around the heart. Work them out. Drink water. See? Drink water. You're all looking at me. Yeah. Work your heart. Right? Drink water. Raven, drink water. Replace your need for that stuff with water. Trust me right? Drink water. Don't smoke. Put the cigarettes down. Put the weed down. Don't smoke. The weed you're smoking today, you do realize has NDMA in it. Boom. Because it's not organic or natural. It's processed. So now you know. So the weed you're smoking that everybody thinks is so good, you take that people say they smoke weed for cancer and it helps cancer, mind over matter. Check it out. They're not gonna tell you. But you heard it here first, right? So be careful of that. Don't smoke, don't drink. Folks, do not drink after seven or eight o'clock at night. It's gonna give you high blood pressure. All that alcohol coursing through your system. Drink water. If you do drink alcohol, drink a lot of water afterwards. It's going to make you pee like a funnel, but you need to flush it out. And don't drink alcohol on an empty stomach. Right? Watch what you eat. Eat. Try to eat less processed food. You, you know the thing we used to eat back in the day and they told us, oh, it's making you fat. Potatoes. Go back to eating potatoes, America. Make a baked potato and eat it. You don't have to eat the entire thing. You can eat half of it. You don't have to put sour cream on it. You can just put a little salt. Hey, go back to eating potatoes, right? Eat a lot of your your fruits and veggies. And if, if somebody is having some issue, I don't know exactly what it is. Have you ever made homemade salsa? You chop onions, tomatoes, and peppers with a little apple cider vinegar. It's going to clear up the stuff in your throat and in your ears and stuff like that takes a while because our bodies have become accustomed to the artificial uh, remedies. So expect that it will. Even with me, I had a headache that was going to tear me up and I had to take a pill for it because it's a shortcut because I had to come and do the show. But typically with a headache, what I do is I drink milk and wait for the, you know, the calcium to oxygenate the blood that pumps it up to the head. I kid you not right? We got to go. It's time. We've talked too much. So Zantac is on recall. I need everybody to go to the FDA, tweet them, Facebook them and say, what's up? Why didn't you tell us that Zantac is causing cancer and you knew this? Aren't you the consumer watchdog or are you working for big pharma? Right? So figure that out. And if you know you're taking it, 
Call and make an appointment with your doctor right away. And make so much noise that they do something about it. Right? Because this, this is untenable. This is unprecedented and untenable. Right? And then, of course, take care of you. You're the variable in this whole exercise. They can do all they want to do, but you're the variable. We don't have control over the atmosphere, what they put in the water, what they put in the food. But I kind of like to think I have some control over what I imbibe. So I watch what I imbibe. Certain things, like I said, I don't do. Like I don't do, I don't eat after certain times. There are certain foods that I'm not going to eat sometimes. And I try to watch that as a way of controlling what comes to me. I suggest, I, I, I suggest we all do that, right? Thanks so much, everybody. Remember, you can join the Harry Kamek Show and you can listen to me on Down to Earth. This was just a down to earth discussion, wasn't it? Join me again on Down to Earth every day at this time on your favorite podcast and listen for us. For more information about what we do, go to harrykamek.com as well as go to the exodusfoundation.com. That is the service that we provide to victims of human sex trafficking. Thank you so much for being with me today, Mike and Raven and Tony. Thank you for joining me on YouTube. And thank you all on Twitter and Periscope. And for those of you who are listening on your favorite podcast platform, thank you so much. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the love, everybody. I appreciate the love. If you see me in public, come hug me and say, hey, what's up? (laughs) Right? Thanks so much, everybody. Be blessed. (laughs) Bye. Be blessed. (laughs) Isn't that something? That was fun. Hey, everybody. See you tomorrow.